Welcome to The Healing Room. Hello, welcome back to another episode of The Healing Room Podcast. My name is Leela, and today we are going to be addressing toxic empathy. That's right, toxic empathy. Now, do not be alarmed. If you've never heard of this term before, it's okay because I literally just discovered this term, toxic empathy. I initially was trying to figure out how empathy can be used against us or how we can abuse our own empathy for others. And so this topic came to me and I researched and I discovered that there is indeed something called toxic empathy. So let's talk about what empathy is to begin with. So empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. And if you're an introvert, you're probably super empathetic to a detriment. (laughs) Um, Even if you're extroverted, you can be super empathetic. It really is just you taking on other people's energies, other people's emotions, which is where the EM comes from in the word empathy. Um, You're probably an empath. Sometimes empathy can get confused with sympathy. So let's talk about the difference. Sympathy involves understanding from your own perspective. You can have sympathy for somebody, but empathy involves putting yourself in the other person's shoes and understanding why they may have these particular feelings. And the problem with empathy is that we tend to take on too much of the other party's feelings and we start to take on some of their traits actually. So a good example would be if you have a friend who's super anxious all the time and they're always facing stress at work. And when they come to work, because they're stressed out, they start to share how annoyed they are. They start to share all the drama they got going on in the office, so on and so on. Next thing you know, your mood is down, you're depressed, you're aggravated, you want to fight, you want to (laughs) quit. And being empathetic can literally just be you literally sitting there and listening to someone and saying yes and agreeing with them. Because you know, when we agree with things, even in the spirit, we take on those things for ourselves. So you're listening to them, you're agreeing with them, you're pondering on it. And then Over time, this becomes a trend for this friend. This friend at work comes and they're constantly sharing all these negative feelings they have or these depressive moods they have. And then you start to take on these feelings because maybe you start to say, oh, um, you want to hang out with me at lunch or, hey, you want to chat about this after work? You know, it just becomes this thing, this bond, this codependency, this trauma bond, right? Where now this person is depending on you to allow themselves to pour on you to the point where it becomes complete baggage in your life and you start to take on these emotions and these feelings. And honestly, it happens all the time. And so I want to share some examples because I am like number one empathetic person in the world to a lot of my friends and a lot of my family, a lot of strangers I know. And I'm not mad at that because there's a time and place for everything. But I've also gone into situations where I tried to be the person to assist this person through their issues and I ended up taking on their baggage. I ended up being sad. I ended up being depressed. I ended up being moody. I ended up being angry. I ended up being tired of listening to them complain over and over and over again about the same thing. 
And the most difficult time, the most toxic that I've been with my empathy has been in a romantic relationship. Yes, in a romantic relationship. I understand that you, you know, can be over empathetic with your friends, which is most of the times what women experience. We experience our female friends dumping baggage on us, drama, sometimes repetitive drama, things that we've advised them about over and over again. And it just doesn't stop. They just continue. You know, they don't take any of your advice. They won't go see a professional. They're just constantly talking about the same thing over and over again. And I'm not talking about that right now. When it comes to me, I have dealt with toxic empathy in a space of romanticism the most. So, for example, (laughs) dating a guy who you fall in love with and unfortunately who ain't got their shit together. I'm just going to say it like that. Excuse my French for all the holy rollers listening. But you're dating a guy who ain't got nothing going on for themselves. They're discombobulated. They got a whole lot going on. Their mental's out of whack. Their emotions are out of whack, et cetera, et cetera. They have lots of trauma they need to unpack and deal with. And you fall in love with this guy. And sometimes you really can't help like who you fall in love with. Like That's a true fact. But you guys have a beautiful connection. And you fall in love with this guy. And he's dumping all this stuff on you. It's very difficult for a woman to be in love with a man and this man is not committed to her. He's doing maybe the bare minimum, yet she's still there being his quote unquote ride or die chick. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I know that works for some couples like in the entertainment world. We've seen a lot of women who got the short end of the stick, who their men were just not the greatest to them. And they stuck by them, you know, by all means, they stuck by them. And that's great for those women, but that can never be me. So I've had to learn over time to not be used as somebody's punching bag. Because ladies, when you're in love with a man or vice versa, guys, if you're in love with a woman and this partner is super toxic, no matter the gender, toxic people are toxic. And all you can do is help them with everything you have to the point where you start to run dry. It's toxic empathy. It's time to cut the cord. And it's so difficult to cut the cord. How do you cut somebody off that you love? How do you set boundaries with somebody that you deeply care for? It is extremely difficult. And if you have any good loving bone in you, you know it is extremely disheartening to have to distance yourself from someone that you love, from someone that you care about. Here's the thing, y'all. You cannot do the work for other people. We have got to be strong enough to understand that you can love someone and you can distance yourself when you are becoming a hindrance for this person's healing. We have to understand when it is time to protect our energy. A lot of us love to use this quote. A lot of people on social media have turned this into a quote fad, protect your energy. But really protecting your energy is understanding What are emotional and mental and even physical triggers for you that causes you to step back into a dark space? You know what I'm saying? Being empathetic is also you being vulnerable and you putting your neck on the chopping block 
because you're taking on this person's energy. And when we don't have a clear understanding of how far to allow someone to baggage dump on us, or if we don't have a clear understanding of how important energy transfer is and how you can protect your energy and protect your mental space so you have maximum and optimum mental and emotional health to thrive in your personal life, when we don't know what those limits are, when we don't know what our limits are, we go the extra mile. (laughs) And what that does is it causes us immense trauma. It causes us sometimes even going backwards into places that we fought so hard to escape. So what did I do in one of my situations where I was madly in love with this beautiful man and he just had all these issues and I just could not take the stress anymore. What did I do? Well, first I started to process and you can apply this same process to a platonic relationship, to a mother-daughter relationship, to a sibling relationship, to a coworker relationship. These steps can apply to any situation. The first thing I needed to do was I needed to process, am I willing to be a place card, okay, for somebody who is not committed to me, somebody who I don't really see making major leaps, okay, towards their healing. Because taking a step towards healing is not this person coming to you every other day and sharing and complaining. Taking leaps is that person seeking help. You may not even be completely open and blunt with that person because you don't want to hurt their feelings. So if this person is not making major leaps to go see a therapist, if this person is not getting up and trying to shut off some of that energy, exercising, they're not, are they actively meditating? Are they, are they praying? Do they have a spiritual practice? Are they, you know, doing affirmations? What is this person doing that you love and care about so much to fight their own demons? I was having a conversation with my brother the other day and he said, you know, Leela, sometimes we have to let people just do their process on their own. We can give the advice. We can share concern. We can be a listening ear from time to time. But we rob that person of their growth, of their healing process when we become their punching bag. And that was such a profound thing he said because it's so true. And it's extremely important that we guard our peace and our mental wellness, and our emotional health, so that we can do the things we need to do and show up where we need to show up. It's so easy for us to take on someone else's energy, someone else's thoughts, someone else's feelings, because we care about them. And so I had to realize that, hey, I'm not willing to be this person's punching bag. This person is not really making great strides. I'm not willing to be discombobulated Because I love this person. I want this person to show up as their best self, at their best. I want to encourage this person, but I am literally, I'm a hindrance for them because I'm babying them through the process instead of giving them the space they need so that they have clear vision and a clear mind to focus on self. It's important for us to really evaluate this so that one, we can be better for other people so they can go through their process. And two, we are able 
to thrive at our best. We can love on people. We can care for people without it ruining our mental health. I just wish us all a healing journey filled with more wisdom and knowledge and love and honesty, brutal honesty, because the truth will always bring us clarity. And the truth is hard to hear, but the truth is so healing. And I'll leave you with that. So thanks so much for tapping into this episode and go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and leave a comment below if you really enjoyed this episode and share, of course, if you care. Peace.